Society has changed. What's summer like in a pandemic? How cheap is an Airbnb in Florida right now? Why are we locking down again if we already beat the virus? If you haven't considered these questions yet, you will soon. And we will be here with you, your personal guides on this journey, this descent into chaos. Thank you for joining us on Staring at Goats. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Staring at Goats. That is a theme Jacob put together for us. If you are not Pretty new good. to the show, yeah, right? Then you know. I'm impressed. You, you know that this show has never had such a delightful beginning. Uh, and I can promise you it will have an equally delightful end. Uh, but not today. <laughs> she said. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the show that talks to you about COVID-19, the quarantine, the pandemic, whatever you choose to call it. We talk about that disease ravaging the earth and everyone in it. I am your host, Stephen, joined as always by the amazing two talented people who actually know what's going on. Lando, representing the western side of the country in Seattle, standing six foot three. 150 pounds uh jacob is coming Playing at you against his contestant <laughs> right, jacob from the beast from the east <laughs> the that's beast. right baby <laughs> the beast from the east the scientist with the greatest mindist. uh he's the guy <laughs> that you want to talk to when you actually need some information uh that's jacob uh hailing from 10 minutes up? up the road for me uh and we're here yes. man we're here uh it's good to see you guys again we had two weeks off due to shenanigans but here we Did are. internet fixed? Uh, yes, the internet got fixed. Uh, the fiber-seeking backhoe uh, out there on the main road decided to just do its job, take out my entire internet for two days, which left me living from a hotspot on my phone and my iPad, which is not a way that human beings were meant to exist. Uh, that is the wrong thing. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I'm glad that we're all back. I'm glad that we're here to talk about COVID-19. I'm glad that there's lots That's of news. Oh. Oh my word, you guys! Tons. A changed over the past couple of weeks. Just tons of stuff to talk about. Yeah, an unbelievable amount of news. But before we get to that news, let's talk about how we're doing today. <clears throat> let's start with Lando, since I know he had the notes filled out with his name in them first. How are you doing yeah, out I there in Seattle? Well, it's interesting. Uh, so in a nutshell, the whole socialist experiment that was CHOP fell apart. Chop! And people kept getting shot, and finally everything got closed down today. So that's something, I guess. Maybe things are kind of sort of getting back to normal. Who knows? Uh, but on the downside, the virus is back and just kind of rearing up everywhere around here. Particularly, it started out east, eastern Washington. Uh, in some of the smaller agricultural and manufacturing and that sort of areas. And I guess with the summer apple orchards and all that, uh, that sort of thing going on, it just spread like wildfire through all the workers. And now it's just lighting up the whole state around here. Uh, but basically all started there this time around. So it's interesting. Uh, things have kind of changed, but things are kind of back to normal. I don't know. We're, we're, well, normal by the sense of what it was in April. You know, we're back right where we started. <laughs> Numbers are spiking again. Chris's hospital starting to get patients again. So it's going to suck for a while again. Although I think this time it's probably going to be worse. The numbers are just going through the roof. 
Yeah. How's Chris feeling uh, being an actual healthcare worker in a hospital? What's her? Where's her head at with all this? Is she like ticked, devastated, all the above? Oh yeah. At this point, I think everyone's just pissed that yeah. they went through so much originally, and we managed to avoid a crisis, and then it was all for nothing. You know, yeah. at this point, it was just resources wasted earlier. Now, some places will be back to that point even quicker. Now, no, no one's really had time to stock back up on basic supplies and that sort of thing you know it's still running low well do you think we're going to have the same response because our first response was okay let's shut the economy down let's stop everything the world is going to stop rotating now that we're in the second wave obviously we've done that we've come out of that quote-unquote first wave even though we never even came out of it but we're we're starting to see this ramp back up do you think we're going to shut down again or do you think it's going to be like well i guess we're just gonna to have to let the old people die i mean what, what do you think our response is going to be more the latter than the former i think out here i think things will shut down as needed kind of county to county and that's really happening but i don't see that same response happening in some other particular areas of the country so i don't know that's the thing it really just depends california and washington or and oregon uh, well and montana and all the rest are they really have no hesitation about cramping or clamping down. You know, they, they have a lot more at risk out here. We're, we're kind yeah. of on our own, so to speak. So from that aspect, I, I think things are going to be, again, kind of like what happened earlier this year, way better out here than what the rest of the country will see. But yeah, I think out here, you're going to see a little more sanity. People, I, I think I've seen I, people wearing more masks for one thing. So that's good. But the rest of the country and parts of the rest of the country are still lagging behind a bit. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I thought it would have continued a downtrend just because that's what you do during a pandemic. But clearly I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, I think the companies that can stay at home or can work from home or can have remote type of, of work systems that are going sort of to continue to, to do that. But the real question is, what about now, these, yeah. these places that really can't? I mean, I look – essentially what the economy did was say, okay, this is supposed to be five years out. Let's pull it into today. I mean, companies like Zoom who were not – had a great long-term outlook. I mean, they had a hold on on a lot of the the purchase um, requests in the stock market. And, um, you know, that was, that was a long-term hold because that was a long-term play. And then all of a sudden it got thrust into the forefront of our, yep. our, uh, existence. Everybody started using it. Right. And so uh, there were problems that they had to fix within weeks and they did a fantastic job fixing those and getting them online. So I just feel like where we were supposed to be five years ago is where we're at or where we're going to in the next few weeks, as opposed to the next few years. So I'm trying to figure out what our next response is going to be now that we've kind of started that process of of evolving as as a society. I just don't know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, um uh so for, Yeah, and we'll get we'll get more deep into that kind of stuff. Uh for me, I don't have a lot to report other than than more of the same. I'll tell you one thing. I have become a DoorDash professional. Uh I can get food. <laughs> Uh, if I want it and a boy, is it just a disaster on the pocketbook? Like you would think being quarantined would be like, I'm going to get more groceries and and make more food. So here's a secret. I can't cook for crap. Uh, there's been just so many other life things going on that it's been hard to get a handle on the rest of it. 
Uh, so DoorDash has been the savior of of me and caused me to probably gain an extra five to ten pounds that I don't need. But I did have Thai spices and sushi tonight, and I'm grateful for Ooh, that. Ooh, fire veg. Fire veg, yes, uh, for secret. That's a vegetable fired fried rice. Uh, but they yes. wrote veg on the, the package once, so I just call it fire veg. Uh, but yeah, so also I've determined that we're just in this for years. I'm becoming one of those people that thinks there's no there's no end in sight. Uh, there's very little, it seems like there's very little leadership uh, in terms of what we should do. There are people that are going to act for themselves, and they're going to do something safe for themselves. And there are people that are going to watch other people. And if the people that are watching the other people are watching other people not do the things that they're supposed to do, they're not going to do it either because nobody wants to be the one who does the thing. Like, you remember when you're a kid and you, you're you riding around on your bike and none of the other kids have helmets? So you're like, I'm not wearing a helmet. None of the other you're kids have helmets. Yeah, yeah, like, you're not going to be the one. It's just, it's it's that. I feel like we're in the adult version of that. And it's it's like, sure, you might not die, but you might. Or you might make someone else die. Helmets don't really, not wearing a helmet usually just makes you die. But still, the analogy might end there, but we'll, we'll go with it. Uh, the other thing is that, that I, I read somewhere that seemed the most accurate to me is that this is the real-life version of college group work or even high school group work where you're like the kid that does all the work and everybody else just goofs off and you fail the project because nobody would pull their weight. That's what That's this supposed- is. That you're on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this team uh, called the Humanity experiment. <laughs> that we're on uh, is just screwing us by not doing their work, and so we're all going to fail together. And, and you know what? Maybe we should have a real fun towel party on all those people at the end of this. Just, you know, if you know what a towel party is, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. If you don't, go watch Full Metal Jacket and come back. Uh, Jacob, what are you doing? Where you? I know I Hold left on. you for last because you got millions or not. <laughs> What's that? I'm sorry. What was that? You said something, Landon, and you broke up. I think oh, you guys sorry, it wasn't up. worth repeating. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I hear you guys breaking up too. I don't know what's going yeah, on. That's weird. So I think I'm probably in the worst state of the three of us then, because <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of pissed off at this point. You know, I'm watching these politicians spew whatever bullshit they co- comes out of their mouth, whether it's left or right. I don't care what what tie you wear. It's it's coming from both of them. Let's face it. I listen to the media and I watch them just uh, cover complete sided, uh, one sided issues. I mean, they they aren't even trying anymore to to be unbiased. It's it's they've gone all in and they've sold their soul to the devil, and. What I'm watching is scientists here and scientists who are notoriously seeking truth. They're seeking fact, right? And they are put in probably the most awkward position that I've ever seen scientists put in. This is a new position for a lot of them. They're not there to defend what's happening. They're there to tell you what the facts are and they're there to tell you what the risks are. And we're treating them like shit. I mean, we're watching these polished and articulate news media and these politicians just gobble them up and spit them out and just turn them into pawns for whatever agenda they're freaking pushing. It's hard to sit here back and watch. And I'm disheartened, really, because scientists are killing it, guys. I mean, they're running faster than ever. They're doing more with less. They're collaborating with people they've never collaborated with. They're releasing partial data, which they never do. We never 
release partial data. We always wait for the full data set to come in before we make an opinion. But we're in a position where we have to make judgment calls and we're releasing partial data with things that never happen. I mean, let's face it, they are absolutely killing it out there and they're making shit happen left and right. And then we have these politicians who are out for votes. We have this media out there that's just out for views and they're making pawns out of all these uh, scientists. It's just, it's, it's aggravating as hell just to sit back and watch. And let's face it, they don't give two shits about your cause. I mean, do you think the politicians really care about uh, any of your causes, whether it be, you know, the, the kneeling on, on, on some of the uh, protests or anything like that? No, they're out for fucking votes, man. They're not out for your cause. They're out to make sure that on poll day and on ballot day, you give them their vote. And that's it. And media, all they're out for is views. They'll spew the most one-sided, hateful, awful stuff so that they can actually get the clicks. I mean, that's all they really care about. So my thoughts, be careful what you put in your brain, guys. Be educated, damn it. Just just call out the shenanigans of these assholes if you see it. Um, there's, You're right. There is a void in leadership. And right now, I don't care if you're on the left or right. It's completely void of leadership right now. And I'm watching these scientists, and it just it breaks my heart to watch this, what's happening, happen. So if you want to know where I'm at, I'm, I'm, I'm a little pissed off. So there you have it. That's my rant for the day. Tell we, us how you really feel. Yeah, we can feel it uh, <laughs> from here. I, I almost wanted to hand you like a, a you, your own podcast, Jacob, because you you were pulling, you were doing a really good job there, and I feel like we can clip <laughs> that and pass that around. You know, North Carolina man furious at politics and media. I know, right? <laughs> uh, no, you're, you're you know what? I mean, you're you're right. It's it's a real it's real hard to hammer through. Uh, one one of the tips I've seen from one of the one of the trusted voices on on Twitter that I have, and I take that with a grain of salt. However far you want to take it, uh, but their whole point was don't watch TV news. That's your that's your yeah. fix. TV news yep. is a joke. Uh, don't watch it. Get read read. All day. Grandpa sat down with his newspaper and read and was more educated and informed than any of us. Now, and that's not to say everything written on paper is non-biased. Everybody brings implicit bias to a situation. But when you're talking about news, they've got three minutes to interview guy number one and guy number two. And their job is to ask them the most awkward question they can. And if they don't get the response they want, they have a guy yell in the ear, dig harder, get him angry, make him say something. And you, they have to go again. Now, why are you, do you, don't you have any strong feelings about position B? <laughs> you know, right. and they're like, yeah, it's stupid. And then they, they sit quietly staring at each other while, while Anchorman has the guy in his ear yelling at him. Uh, I watched that happen with Chris Cuomo over, um, oh, what was it? What was he fussing about? There was a, a that happened on the movie The Interview as well. Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh, did it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that. right. The North Korean. Yeah. Literally yeah. the plot. Yeah. Is that literally what happened? Yeah. So I mean, that's what they do. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's quite. That's quite literally what they do. It was. It was a, a leader talking about Trump. Oh, it was the Trump's white supremacy tweet with the people yelling "white power." He was like, "Doesn't that get you upset?" And he's like, "Yes, he should pull it down." And they stared at each yeah. other, and they would go. I mean, but don't you have like a, a response? <laughs> it was just like, okay, you're just trying to make him yell. Yeah, it, it's a disaster. Um, but yeah, thank you. I for, mean, the, yeah. Oh, go ahead. The other part of that is is education. I mean, if you can educate yourself and understand what you're reading and and truly look at, it. I mean, there are some politics in some media people out there that are great at this. I mean, Justin Robert Young is one. I mean, I know we call him out quite a bit on our shows, but he's fantastic. 
because he just makes fun of everybody. Really, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't really care. But I mean, educate yourself and be careful, really, what you're putting in your brain because this right now it's just all caustic bullshit. Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, with that, now that we've talked about our Sorry. feelings, no, that that was great, Jacob. That's what this is. There's for. my feelings for the day. <laughs> yeah, let's do the isolation Don't report. Isolation report, baby. This is the part of the show where we come along and talk about the summaries, and we're going to start from the top, go through these stories rather quickly, and then dig into a few of them. Hollywood prepares for CGI sex scenes to prevent coronavirus transmissions. Look out, everybody. Top film studios plan to dodge coronavirus risk by creating sex scenes with CGI. That's computer-generated images. Uh, The guidelines are in a 22-page file from the Film Editors Trade Association, and it comes after the California governor's office greenlit a restart to Hollywood film production from June 12th. The document says close contact moments should be either rewritten, abandoned, or CGI fixes in them. Uh, All backstage crews should wear masks and visors while TV shows continue to broadcast without live audiences. And stars, including leading names, will be given formal lessons on how to wash their hands properly in order to comply with legislation. (laughs) Hand-washing lessons. Who's the guy making the money on that one? That's good. Can you imagine having someone like Chris Pratt be the the hand-washing student that you're teaching that day? Like, what the hell? (laughs) 30-second YouTube video will teach you everything you need to know, but we're going to hire a person. All right, Jacob. That's right. You gotta. It's it's happy birthday, right? Isn't that the the, <laughs> yes. the uh, song you're supposed to sing whenever you wash your hands? That's right. Okay. I'm going to talk about the WHO and the CDC. The CDC says the U.S. has way too much virus to control the pandemic as cases surge across Shocking. the country. The coronavirus is spreading too rapidly and too broadly for the U.S. to get it under control, as some other countries have. Doctor Ange. Uh, the principal yeah, Shuchak, um, <laughs> the principal director for the CDC said Monday, the U.S. stands in stark contrast to com- uh, countries like South Korea, New Zealand, Singapore, as it continues to report over 30,000 new infections per day. This is really just the beginning, she says, as the U.S. recent surge in new cases. Wow. So basically, the CDC is basically saying we're screwed. Yeah. <clears throat> And then the WHO comes out and says, well, after 500,000 deaths, we did pass that milestone. Um, And we talked before about, you know, coronavirus becoming a statistic to people. It's not really, I mean, I feel like with that kind of a number, it's truly a statistic at this point. Half million people dead. Yeah. Um, The WHO warns of coronavirus pandemic, uh, the worst is yet to come. Um, Six months since the new coronavirus outbreak, the pandemic is still far from over, the WHO said. Um, the worst has yet to come is what they, uh, they, they're quoted as saying. Um, reaching the half-year milestone just as the death toll surpasses a half million or yeah, half million people, the number of confirmed infections toppled 10 million. Wow. Um, we all want this to be over. We all want to get on with our lives. But the hard reality is this isn't even close to being over. Uh, although many countries have made some significant progress, global pandemic is actually speeding up. Looks like we're in this for the long haul. Boy, those are some tough quotes to listen to, aren't they? That's, yeah, that's rough. Like, that's 4%. Is it 4%? So 7 billion people in the world, right? I think it's I think it's 0.4% of people. No, I don't that's know how to do too percentages. many people for me to do math on. I, yeah, that's all I know. Yeah, I'm trying too to do it. But it's been a long time yeah. since I, I've taken a math class that I needed to know how to do stuff in. 
Yeah. Well, it's less yeah, than teachers percent. always told us we would need to know how to do that. Well, and, and I mean, million, we are <laughs> 80 million would be 1%. So it's, it's one eighth of 1%. Yeah. That, okay. Well, that, that was close. Worse. Just yeah. call it a 10th. <laughs> yeah. Call yeah it's, it's bad news bears. All right, Lando. So speaking of bad news bears, if you didn't think things could get worse, well, just wait, because coronavirus has been found in semen and it raises concerns that it can be sexually transmitted. So researchers, excuse me, <laughs> researchers in China have discovered traces of SARS-CoV-2 in semen. These traces were found in patients both with COVID-19 and those who recovered, suggesting that it may be sexually transmitted. They say it's important to understand that while coronavirus was found in a small sample size, this particular study does not necessarily mean that the virus itself is for sure sexually transmitted. They say with, with any viral infection, it replicates, circulates, and gets into a lot of tissue. It's not surprising that they're finding the virus in multiple different body tissue types and fluids, uh, according to Dr. Matthew G. Hines from the Tucson Medical Center. And they want to say the best way to protect yourself from COVID-19 is to stay at home to decrease the risk of transmission. Even if you exhibit no symptoms, you may still be a carrier of the virus. So, yeah, there we go. This thing is literally never going away. No. What are people going to do when they can't get their booty calls? <laughs> you can't just stop living your life. Well, that's ridiculous. That's that is a really that is it's not worrisome because I think I'm not sure that you can get infected from COVID through any orifice other than your nose or mouth. But then again, I mean, people get so weirdly, one way to find out. People get weirdly creative, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But let's. Oh boy! Well, hold Jake, on. Didn't yeah. didn't we have one last week about uh, New York City? And they said, well, you know, use use a protective barrier with the hole in it. it yeah, it, glory that's holes. How you, uh, yeah, use a glory hole. It was glory holes in there particular we positions were better for not That's spreading right. the virus. You had to have the Pythagorean theorem six feet. <laughs> Whatever. Is All that right. What it is? Yeah, that's it was more like gravity. It's the square inverse. <laughs> Who knows? It's some. We can solve this with math. That's what we know for sure. Powder keg ready to explode. A uh, wild brawl erupts in Arkansas restaurant over social distancing dispute. Uh, these I expect to see more of as time goes by. A wild brawl broke out inside an Arkansas restaurant this past weekend over social distancing. The police report said a restaurant employee saw a woman wearing a face mask telling two others that they were sitting too close. That worker also claimed that the same woman purposely coughed on other customers. Not cool. Mm. Uh, you can wear a mask, yeah. but you're not doing anybody any favors if you intentionally cough on people. Um, that's bioterrorism, right? Didn't we classify that one week? Bioterrorism. Uh, cell phone I mean, footage like shows a woman seated at the bar area tell two men, you're supposed to be six feet away from me, before the melee exploded. According to witnesses in the police report, a man seen in the video wearing a USA shirt then deliberately got even closer, escalating the situation. The boyfriend of the woman wearing the mask then apparently hit the man with a bottle before dozens of people wound up involved in the brawl. It's Roadhouse. It's Patrick Swayze. It's Roadhouse. It's Roadhouse. Yep. And yeah, where was the most American thing in the world? Yeah, where was the cooler who was supposed to maintain order in this place, not doing his job? What was the cooler's nope. name in Roadhouse? Somebody looked that up for me. Uh, man, I don't remember. It was like Dylan. Or, Travis probably knows Dylan or Devin or Daryl. No, yeah, it was Jamie. Look that shit up. Dalton. Dalton. That's it. Because they all go, dude. That's Dalton. That's Dalton, man. <laughs> it's like he's the best cooler in the business. Like nobody knows. 
coolers. Like, whatever. Man shot at an NC restaurant after argument related to face masks. A man was shot outside of a restaurant after an argument that was at least partly about Governor Roy Cooper's face covering requirement. Police Chief Chris Leroy of Forest City said a verbal argument between two people started inside of the Chili's restaurant. <laughs> what a classy establishment for a fight. That is. Uh, or shooting. He said at least part of the argument was about compliance of the governor's face covering requirement. The police chief said restaurant management asked the people who were arguing to leave the restaurant. The chief said the argument escalated outside of the restaurant and a man was shot. He said the injured man was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Thank goodness. Jeez. This, what it's, a time to be alive. Oh, like to be fair, none of y'all should have been at a restaurant. That's like, don't be inside with COVID nineteen. Of course, it's at Chili's. Yeah, right. Yes, at a Chili's. It's like we're going to go to the Applebee's and get into fisticuffs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> national coin shortage, pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters. Part of the latest COVID nineteen shortage, guys. Are we going to get rid of the penny finally? I hope so. Get rid of all paper current currency. I'm I'm down with di- getting rid of all of it. Yeah, virus it germs. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Coronavirus pandemic has now caused a nationwide coin shortage, according to the Federal Reserve. Jerome Powell said Wednesday the shutdowns caused by the pandemic have raised concerns about circulation of the coins, which the Fed's twelve regional banks are sh- are uh, in charge of supplying to commercial banks. With the partial closure of the economy, the flow of funds through the economy has stopped, Powell said. Um, We're working through the Mint and the Reserve Banks as the economy reopens and we're starting to see money move around again. The COVID-19 pandemic has significantly disrupted the supply chain and the normal circulation patterns for U.S. coins. In the past few months, coin deposits from depository institutions and Federal Reserve have declined significantly and the U.S. Mint's production of coins have decreased due to the measures put in place to protect its employees. So bottom line is we're not spending coins and we're not making coins i mean should you make coins if you're not spending coins i feel like you should have a balance to that you know we make a dollars baby that's the problem the coins are still out there so if you make more to try to solve that 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 gap that's just gonna make more right actually the depots will things will start flowing again it just makes no sense idiots are running the country (laughs) thank you this is there's your sound clip for the day. There it is, yeah. Yeah. All right, Lando. So speaking of running the country, so uh travel bans for Americans. So the European Union has finalized its ban on American travelers as the coronavirus pandemic continues to rage. So the EU officially barred Americans from traveling to its member states as coronavirus cases continue to rise. And the U.S. is among a dozen, excuse me, among dozens of countries excluded from a list of safe countries whose citizens may travel to Europe once it reopens its borders. Uh, They say, though the list is based on objective epidemiological criteria, a.k.a. science, uh, according to (laughs) EU officials, the exclusion of the U.S. represents a major blow to America's image on the global stage and undermines the Trump administration's claims that the U.S. outbreak is under control. So... Countries on the safe list include Australia, Canada, and South Korea. And speaking of safe lists, even New York's uh, state uh, will impose quarantine on visitors from states, other states with big outbreaks. Um, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced that New York will, and two neighboring states will begin requiring certain out-of-state visitors entering the state to quarantine for two weeks upon arrival. Uh, the new quarantine requirement 
in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut would apply to any people traveling from a state with a positive test rate of higher than 10% per 100,000 residents or a state with a 10% or higher rate over a seven-day rolling average. Uh, currently, they that applies to Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Utah, Texas, and Washington. Yay. All three of us, baby. Yep. Yep. None of us are going to New York anytime soon. And we nope. were the ones uh, who had it under control for a little while. Like, exactly. It's disappointing. New York was the one that was being banned from everywhere. If you're from New York, don't <laughs> yeah. come here. And then they all left and came there and, you know, you know, just <laughs> made little cells of, of coronavirus. Anyway. Right. And now we're back. Except worse. I mean, objectively, at a much worse position this time. We we weren't in a situation where individual states were, were banning other people from other states. Yeah. I mean, that's it's just ridiculous. And especially from the aspect of what this does to the economy, like, Good lord. Yeah. And are, are yeah, this we, won't be the first. Is this or, or last. is this how hunger hunger games starts? Like states banning other states becomes the districts and then the districts have their jobs to keep the country like supplied with whatever their region is known for. And this is how this is how we get there. This is how it begins. The corner. This is what happens when you have no sports. I really think that's <laughs> that's all it takes. Bunch of bored people. I don't think you're bored. People, no sports, and uh, you know you're you're isolated to your districts. Next, you're going to have to give a tribute. Yeah, <laughs> and you're I mean, they're going to have to fight to the death. And the rest of, of the world, goods. the rest of the world is cutting us off. So, like, we yeah. really are becoming an ice. Hey, all the isolationists should be happy. No one wants to come here. No one wants us. You got what you wanted. Uh, <laughs> going one level, we're just going one one lower. And also cordoning ourselves off from other people that we thought we'd be able to visit. Want to go to Grand Canyon? Too bad. You got to go through eighteen checkpoints. It's uh, that's right. It's a real. Yep. It's a real wild. Uh, tell you what, what a world. Let's talk about that world a little bit here. Let's do it, Jacob. We got a deep dive. You you filled the deep dive section with your 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 what you consider to be articles of depth. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm excited to venture down this hole with you. So let's so, go. I don't really know where to start let's because there's that so hole. much let's... to explore around masks, right? You want to oh, yeah. explore the hole? Let's get down in that hole. Let's wallow around in it together. Uh, okay. Yeah, just as deep we'll as we can around go. a little bit in that hole. So how about this? <laughs> let's start with fact first. Okay. It is a fact that if you wear a mask, you have less of a chance of transmitting the virus. You also yes. have less of a chance of catching the virus as long as the rest of you guys are wearing masks too. So that is a scientific fact. There are so many research papers being published right now about this. It's ridiculous. So let's not even argue that fact. I want to argue What we it. can argue about <laughs> is how we want to respond to that fact yeah i was gonna argue it with you because i got a you text can. message from one tim my dad uh that says <laughs> you can get pleurisy jacob um this comes from an ocean this is a you facebook can. post that says yep. this was copied from an osha certified provider so take that you, as you will osha certified 100 percent can Wh which pro right. provider 
Uh, one of them, one of the many yes. of the good ones, one of the good ones, I'm sure. My daughter, 19 years old, healthy frontline worker at a huge grocery store chain, started feeling sick about two weeks ago. Side and back pain, nausea, chest pain, primary doc center for a chest x-ray, something lit up, in quotes, on the right side, sent for MRI, CAT scan, ultrasound, back and abdomen areas, nothing, so, unable to figure this out. Returned to ER, quarantine, tested for COVID, young by herself because no one can be with her. Turns out it's pleurisy. An infection of the outside of the lining of the lungs. Uh, it's because she's been... And then they basically tell her it's because she's been wearing a mask for over eight hours a day, five to six days a week, breathing in her own bacteria. Carbon dioxide caused an infection, and now she's in severe pain. Has to be off work with no pay. Keep wearing those masks that y'all all think I'm selfish for not wearing. This is what I was saying from the start. The mask cause more issues did, than they prevent. Booyah. Mic did drop. Did we really just give that five minutes? Because I feel like, yeah. yeah I really don't know why you just read that whole thing. But either way, that's ridiculous. Anyway, no, it's not I felt ridiculous. like it was dramatic it's, it's, and it needed to be. That's what people read, man. How about this? Uh, getting an infection in your lungs, in the lining of your lungs, is 100% possible. Um, it's highly unlikely and it 100% outweighs the risk of you getting coronavirus or transmitting the coronavirus and dying. So in my mind, it's, eh, it's, it comes out in the wash at that point, right? I'm sorry. They want me to kick, they want to kick me off the show now for reading that nonsense on the air. But <laughs> I kind of feel like we should. So why did you give it a, a stage? You don't even well, talk about it. Here's it's the like thing: school shooters and suicide. No, don't talk about because them. if we're going to talk about masks and we're going to talk about the argument that people are having, we need to understand what those people are reading that is that is buffing up their side of the story that has no basis in fact, but it doesn't matter to them. It matters that it agrees with where they want to be. And I think that matters in the conversation. Well, what also matters is that when Trump comes out and says that he believes that any American wearing a mask is just strictly to show their disapproval with him as as the uh, commander in chief, we got a big problem there because that pretty much pits one side against the other. That says if you're a Republican and you actually agree with me, you won't wear a mask because that means that you would disapprove. Or if you're a Democrat, that means that you've got to wear a mask because that says, oh, I disapprove, so I get to wear a mask, right? So it's it's 100 uh, percent, I don't know, politician baiting or yeah, it's, it, everything's, yeah. Yeah, everything's been politicized to yeah. the point that lying is something that you have to do to make sure that you win your argument or or stand your ground you know and i honestly think that's what it's come down to I mean, it's no different from anti-vaxxers they know deep down that they have no idea but it doesn't stop them they want to make yeah. their point they're scared it's really that simple I, well, and what's interesting is that they're making their point, but even the Republicans are coming out now and saying, <clears throat> guys, wear, mask. Yeah. wear your mask. Because, I mean, Mike Pence even came out and said, wear your mask. I mean, he, did, he was, you know, showed with 40 other people in close quarters, not wearing a mask, and none of them were. But at the same time, I mean, the Republicans are seeing the writing on the wall. I, I, I think they're idiots if they don't. 
Yeah, I think I think they're starting to see that the overwhelming data is showing and proving. It's not just conjecture now. It's not a predictive graph that's dotted lines going up. It's like real life lines going up. Like this is what we're getting, and the science is the the testing that are positive are outpacing the growth in testing, which is, means you can't just argue we're testing more, so we're seeing more. It's like no, that that it's actually the ratio continues to climb. Like. We've got a problem yep. there. And and you bring up an interesting point. Like, my team says don't wear masks, so I won't wear masks. And I ran into this issue on Facebook the other day, and I, I lobbed a grenade into the comments and shut <laughs> it up real quick. Nobody came back with it. It really bothered me. I really wanted to discuss it. But a, a guy was like, one of my friends who's a conservative fellow, he posted a picture of uh, Trump in clown makeup. Uh, and it was it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing. And he's never been a real big Trump supporter, but as another friend of his comes out and said, are you not a Republican anymore? And it made me consider, can can you not disagree with someone in a party and, and still be a part of that party? I thought it was an interesting, interesting take on it. Like, I would consider if you're, if you're anti-someone in the Democratic Party and you call yourself a Democrat, I mean, shoot, they, the Democrats threw out Al Franken. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, true. they policed themselves yep. in that case. Like I feel like there's a lot of more integrity in in sticking by your principles and going that guy just doesn't have my values uh, or many of the values of what the party stood for years ago. Uh, yeah. Why are why are it's we backing it anymore? Yeah, I'm just I'm just blown away by this. It's like if your coach sucks on your team and you still like, well, he's our coach, so we're gonna keep up with it. Like, no, you go f that coach, throw that coach out. I, he's big ball of crap. Well, the the thing I have with an issue that I have with that is there's no real reason to, or understanding of the rationale or reason for why people are wearing masks. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because they've got a newborn and they don't want to transmit it to a newborn because they're afraid of what would happen. Maybe they've got an elderly parent. Maybe they've got an elderly parent that's sick. Maybe they're immunocompromised. Maybe they've got a chronic condition. Maybe they just want to stay healthy. But yet, maybe now their wife works in the ICU and emergency department. Like, what the hell? Like, maybe I just their get... kid has asthma. <laughs> so, exactly. but yet, we're we're supposed to just say, well, you know, you you're not a real Republican if you put that mask on. Come on, guys. Come on. I mean, but it, it, I mean, that makes my head explode. That's what we were talking about with the bicycle helmet, though. Is they they just are on on a team, and I mean it. I, it I would give anything if it wasn't the Republicans. If it was like the Green Party who decided that masks were a bad idea. Why is it got to be an entire majority class of people, like a side of a team yeah. that uh, that controls our lives to some extent? You know, like, couldn't it be just like the oddball third party that gets in on this and the everybody else? People. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why is it got to be like rural America's team? Um, yeah. And that bothers me because rural America is the most susceptible. They have no major hospitals in a lot of areas. There's a documentary I watched on Netflix. There's one doctor for an entire town of like 5,000 people in this hospital. They use air quotes because it had like seven beds. But it, that's, and if it, anything major come in, they flew them out, you know? Yep. Uh, to somewhere oh, else. What small triage facilities was, at this point? Pretty much. That yeah. was pandemic, right? Yes, where she was worried about, they were talking about the flu superbug. And this was, yeah. I watched this back when China still, we were still joking about it, calling it the Wu-Tang virus because we're stupid. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was, 
that was back then. Man, we've come we've come a long way, and we've also doesn't that feel like such a long time ago? It does, dude. We've been how many episodes of the show? Sixteen. Sixteen. This will be sixteen. This is the 15th episode. Sixteenth week uh, that has been going on since we started this show. And we started the show. Four I think, months. Yeah, when it hit Washington and Seattle, and you got concerned. Right after, yep. Lando pitched it to me, and we started talking about this. And it's like our we've first made... show was the last week of March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes so sense. It was probably a week and a half to two weeks after everybody went. Uh oh, yeah, we got a problem. Yep. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and so many things have changed. Yet, yeah, like you just mentioned, here we are, back to square one, yeah. right where we started. And, well, higher now than where we started. Yeah. Oh, climbing. I mean, you look at the Johns Hopkins data now. All the predictive charts are like up, and and We're they're actually die. throwing in now. If we ease restrictions, this is how much worse it's going to be. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to yeah. discuss something because we're talking about masks. Um. North Carolina, August first. Uh, Jacob, have you been following the masks are illegal conversation, and do you see any traction from it? I, I have. I've, I've been following. Oh yeah, it a little let's bit, fill so. in the the audience who doesn't know. Uh, I'll fill in an audience the audience member. So North Carolina is a red state, guys. I mean, there is no denying North Carolina is a rural Republican state. Um, we have a couple little epicenters of blue: um, Raleigh, Charlotte, Asheville. But for the most part, outside of those three little epicenters of blue, it is all red. And so if you look at our Congress, uh, here are House of Representatives here in the state, 100% Republican. I mean, super majority type Republican, always been super majority type Republican, and will always be super majority type Republican. Uh, so anything that the right wants to do, they could pretty much do. Well, four years ago, we decided, you know something, we want a Democrat as a governor. And so we we elected Roy Cooper. And Roy Cooper, you know, I've had a lot of problems with Roy Cooper over the last six months, especially the way he's handled this, using data to make decisions and then not using data to make the decisions. <laughs> However, the one thing he did do was say, you know something, guys, masks are good. We're going to make masks mandatory. And we really think that we can slow the spread of this virus if we use a mask and make it mandatory. So what did he do? He signed an executive order saying this state's going to be a mask wearing state. The House of Representatives did not like that. And so they have been seeking everything in their power to try to prevent him from making it a mandatory thing. So they've sued him. They've they've I mean, they've completely disintegrated his character in 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 the media. Um, but they've they've gone to every length. So finally, their most recent link is, well, let's make masks illegal to wear. So let's put a bill on the Republican or on the Democrat governor's desk that says it's illegal for you to wear a mask so that he could veto it and then we could use our supermajority to overrule his veto. So we're going to have an executive order that says, yes, you need to wear a mask. It's a mandate to wear a mask. And then we're going to have a, a bill through the House of Representatives saying it's illegal to wear masks. Thank you, North Carolina, for screwing the pooch on this it's like a bucky fucking a football it's awful <laughs> yes <laughs> so lando you didn't know I'm about sorry, this guys. yeah i think i've been probably more uh, i've said more curse words tonight than i ever have it's on fine. live on air so i apologize 
I think Landon muted himself or he stopped he stopped talking one. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, better you than me this time is what I was saying. For sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, so what Lando, I'm interested in your take on that. Um because because you didn't know about it. Does that strike you as something reasonable that a that a, a smart person would do? Make I mean, it? which which part of that, first off? <laughs> the illegal mask. None of that makes any sense. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why anybody would think that's a good idea because that would mean then that technically the surgeon doing heart surgery or whatever, doing a kidney transplant, giving someone a rabies shot, I don't know, whatever, couldn't wear a mask. Or, yeah. you know, what are they going to do around someone who, who has cancer, like immunocompromised? They can't wear masks either. That's dumb. People are so dumb. Yeah. Government is dumb. It's, it's like, just, I just don't get it. It's cutting off your nose despite your face at this point. It is. You know, it's, it, yeah. we don't, and I, I think one like, of the quotes I saw come out of Congress, uh, federal, the, at a federal level, was like, we're so tired of experts telling us what to do. Experts don't know everything. And I'm like, this is the kind of thing where you're like the dumb kid in class. You're like, I don't need to know nothing about nothing. Who do these people <laughs> think they know? You know, you just get all defensive because you're just out of your element. Because um, you don't know and you're scared to say you don't know. Yeah, like there's two. Uh, heaven there's, forbid. <laughs> there's two places you could go. You could either be yep. the person that goes, "I don't understand that fully. I think I'll learn some more about it." Or you're the person that goes, "I don't understand that fully. Therefore, it's stupid and nonsense, and I don't need it." Uh, and those, that's the way child. That's the way. That, that's not how a grown adult should should face life. Uh, it should be in the thirst for knowledge. Okay, well, I don't understand this topic. Tell me all about it so I can gain some it some perspective. But I mean, it's like you said earlier, Jacob. Their their job is to get reelected. It's to is to get them votes. And yep. we're to the point now where we just need to start shaming every single person that does not wear a mask or holds worldviews that are harmful to others. Like it's really just that simple. We what? need to start slapping anti-vaxxers well, so- and anti-maskers. Basically, here's here's my question, though. I mean, we're talking about fights that are breaking out left and right because people are wearing masks or not wearing masks. They're they're grocery store fights. I mean, you see all over Twitter these videos of people and Instagram, these videos of people just getting in fisticuffs over this. So we're talking about publicly shaming people that don't wear masks. But at the same time, we're also talking about escalating situations to to a severe point. Where does it break, though? Where, Where do we where does it give? That's a good question. I don't honestly know. I do think, though, that people who act like children need to be treated like children. I mean, this is really uh, think about the the exact demographic of people who don't wear masks. You know who they are. They don't have much in the way of critical thinking or the ability to think about anybody else about themselves. Like they're literally just selfish. It's that simple. And teachers deal well enough with handling selfish people or, you know, whoever anybody who's gone through any sort of leadership course i don't know i think we just need to restructure how our society behaves maybe now's the time to have certain people being more like world teachers as opposed to i don't know whatever we're doing now that's not working yeah i'm I'm actually we were talking about this and like we can tell who they are and I'm looking at reopen nc's website uh reopen nc is the group that I hate this is all North Carolina centralized, but that's where me and Joe Jacob are. So it's kind of where I'm, I'm following this stuff and their website, you know, hastily done, but boy, oh boy, is the red, white, and blue presented in great fashion. 
Um, yeah. And, uh, and that, that bothers me a tad because as, as an American who grew up appreciating the American flag and going to rodeos where it's like, welcome to America, the movie, uh, this is, this is like, it's disappointing. Cause I, I remember riding along with, and we could equate this to masks as well as like this. It wasn't. It wasn't. You you couldn't identify an idiot by them wearing a USA t-shirt. And I feel ashamed that you can now mostly identify an idiot by seeing if they're wearing a USA t-shirt. And that that seems harmful to me. They've they've broken the imagery of the American flag in my mind. Um Yeah. To some yeah. degree, but I mean, I get these people's frustrations. Let me be a little empathetic and kind of sit on the other side. These they're frustrated. They're losing businesses and and money, and they're they're stuck doing nothing. Their kids, they don't know if they're going to go to school. Like I get the frustration. I don't even want to pretend that it's. I'm not frustrated. I'm remarkably frustrated. But what we're frustrated at is what differs. Uh, I'm yeah. frustrated at them for not wearing a mask and causing the numbers to soar by doing stupid things like going to the racetrack and, you know, going to the, wherever they're going. Um, but doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we've got, uh, it's, it's just for us, it's, we're the, we're the one, everyone, everyone wants the same thing. Just nobody wants to do it the same way. And I, I think that's where it would be really great to get on the same page. But I, do you, do you guys think that it's possible? Do you guys think that unification is possible at this point, or are we just a mess? I think the only way it's possible is to get a new leader because we have yeah. too many. He he comes out and, and basically pits one side against the other with every single tweet. And it's either you're with me or you're against me. And if your leader is like that, there's no way that you can unify a country because not everybody's going to be with you. There was 51% of the people that weren't with you whenever in, in 2016, right? Um, so majority of people were not with you. And it seems to me like the majority of people are still not with you. And so you need at least an olive branch. And I don't believe our leader right now is willing to give an olive branch. And North. let's face it, wearing a mask sucks. It does, especially if you've got to wear it for eight or 10 hours at a whole work shift and it's hot and it's awful. And it's and if you have something awful to eat for lunch, you're going to be smelling it all day. I mean, it, it sucks, but yeah. that protects you. It saves your life. So why, why wouldn't you do it? I, I just don't yeah. understand. So Lando, let me, let me ask you this, leaning into the, the leader situation if Donald Trump, uh, the leader that we're referencing, came out tomorrow, called a Oval Office sit-down speech akin to George W. Bush's post-9-11 speech or any other like camera in their face at the, re- the Resolute desk telling you something, and he said, it's time, we need to start wearing masks, this thing is beyond our uh, our control now, and we've got to do something to solve it. Do you think non-mask wearers would see that and go... Okay, uh, now that he's really he seems real sincere, I'll do it for him. Mm, no, I think this thing has grown way too big beyond a single person. You know, beyond the scope of what any president, what any leader would say at this point. I mean, because it, it's just like anti-vaxxers. I think it really goes back that far to that sort of mindset. It's just people don't know how some of these very basic things in life work to be able to make a judgment to know whether what they're hearing is true or not. I mean, it, it's really that simple. They've been hijacked, so to speak. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what about the First Amendment rights? I mean, do you think this this hinges on somebody violating uh, one of your your constitutionally protected rights? I mean, I think the Constitution also defines that we have a requirement to take care of. Well, we should have a requirement to take care of those around us in a society. So I don't know. I that's a. I'm not a constitutional lawyer, but <laughs> I think it. It's absurd that the Constitution would provide anything that would, in essence, infringe on other people's rights. You know, we, the society has a right to live, not to accommodate Karen's inability to wear a mask for 10 minutes <laughs> and she shops, shops at Sam's Club, you know, like that's it's just ridiculous. But that's the, the viewpoint I see it is least we don't no one has a right to screw with other people. That, that's the problem. But people yeah. don't realize that. They see it as a 100% personal rights issue. Yeah. it's It seems like it's definitely the, the infringement on rights is the reason that we can't wear masks. Uh, and even if you decide, hey, I should wear a mask, Jim Bob up the road who met you last night at uh, Johnny's Barbecue, he'll look at you different if you wear that mask. I mean, Jacob mm-hmm. and I met an individual. Uh, I think I think it's worth telling because it kind of – Sure. I mean, a little bit of it. We met an individual over in West Virginia – uh, who stopped by and l- Lord help him. He talked about Duke for a second. He said, now I can't wear my MAGA hat down there. They don't like Trump, do they? And we're like, oh gosh, he did it. He brought it. He said it. Uh, and then, and then he yep. went on a, a rant about Khrushchev in the 1960s and you know, all kinds of communist socialists, whatever Jacob go. I, I made the comment, like he's talking about Russia's going to destroy us from the inside out. I made the comment. <laughs> I mean, the virus will get us first and it barely even registered with him. Yeah. He just went, I ain't worried about a virus. <laughs> just like moved on. Like it wasn't even a, a blip in his radar, but dagnabbit, those communists and socialists are coming for you. It's the red scare in his mind. Like it's all still, despite the president being like literally impeached over Ukrainian and Russian involvement <laughs> yeah. and collusion and whatever, he's not worried about our this president in Russia. Some other, some other president in Russia probably uh, destroys yeah. you. It was it was a fascinating conversation. It was a glimpse I haven't seen into the mind of a of an actual red hat uh, wearer, a red hat MAGA wearer. Not red hat is in the company. Right. No, please. Good Lord. No, 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 no. Red tie. Let's just go with red tie. Yes. Well, I mean, he's like an actual MAGA hat. I've never seen an actual MAGA hat in action. And this is because I live in this diverse area of North Carolina that's mostly blue. Uh, But this was my first real life experience with a card carrying MAGA member. Um, And it was. I I, I poked Jacob as often as I could. Jake, we had so much work to do, and Jacob just kept talking to him. Kept talking I did. to him. I can I see that. I would have done the same thing. And I kept asking question after question. And he, I mean, he had Fox News memorized. I mean, he had those talking points down pat. Dude. <laughs> he doesn't knew surprise it. me. He knew it. It's he a did. shame, too, because you can't convince anybody to even think or, or consider that there may be an alternative. That's the thing. Like yeah. it's not a matter of what someone knows or doesn't know. You you don't even have the ability to present another viewpoint to them, at mm-hmm. least not so, one that they can understand or will or want to. I don't know. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about that is you know I feel like I've my life has been on on a spectrum of of politics, right? And at some points in your life, you're a little further right than 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 uh, 
than maybe you were at other points in your life, right? I mean, and it's a continuous spectrum and you evolve over time because you're thinking about things and you're you're progressing your thought and, and you may be coming further right. You may be going further left. I don't know wherever you're going on that spectrum. But if you're not changing your ideology over time with information and with input going in, then that means you're not thinking and challenging what exactly your, your viewpoints are on any given position. So in my mind, if you do change an opinion or do evolve an opinion, it's because you've actually had data and thought about it. It's not just because, oh, I thought that whenever I was five, so I continue to think that. Or, you know, I went to college and learned this liberal art. And now uh, that's that's what I live for. And you've never challenged it. So you never get a chance to evolve. And I feel like there are way too many people right now that are refusing to challenge their their opinions or their 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 quote unquote fact in their own mind as to why they hold their beliefs. And yeah. that to me is is perfectly fine when 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 you are evolving as in in the spectrum of politics. But for some reason now we can't do that because if we do that, that means that we admit that we're wrong. I, I don't know what why why can't we change a political opinion? Yeah. I, re- I remember never learned how to admit like you just said, never learned to admit they're wrong. Yeah. It, yeah. It's hard to do. You have to you know, put something of yourself out there. A lot of people nowadays just aren't willing to do that, to take that risk or to deal with the potential consequences. So I should not nowadays where someone could literally shoot you if you say that you changed your mind and now you think that racism is bad. Like now you're on the other side. Like yeah. it just, it's ridiculous. Everything's been so polarized and politicized. I remember talking to my dad once and I was like, man, I like ideas from wherever they come from. I don't care if they're blue or red. I like some ideas. Like, some, like for instance, I I think people should be able to own a gun and I think people should be able to get gay buried. Oh my gosh. What a juxtaposition of ideas, right? Guns at your gay wedding. Yeah, you should be able to have guns at your gay wedding. And I'm some, you know, and I got the response of, you're born in Alabama, boy. You're a Republican. <laughs> like, oh, I was born into it then. Like I don't care where the good ideas come from. I just wish there was a team that I could support. Full, I can't, and I can't support them. I have to because of my position in in the sitting more centered, which makes people hate centrist. But I mean, I I I can't abandon certain principles and be like, oh well, you know, you just have to make logical reasons. Like Trump's a nasty human being, so therefore I find myself leaning towards someone that I at least perceive to have a good heart, uh, if anything. Um, and, and hope for oh, the best. Wait, 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 wait. You know, God, he used a lot of people <laughs> that weren't very nice people. He did. <laughs> Just ask Tom Earhart. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. That was, that was an argument. I still think that's a flawed argument, but that was an argument. Uh, and, and he sure knew how to push it. Um, well, we're, we're coming up on an hour, you guys. Uh, we can dive into what we have left, or we can head into our, our quite lengthy feedback uh, that we've got yeah, laying around feedback. here. Yeah, let's, we let's got a good do, one this week. Let's strap on the old feedback, guys. It's the old mailbag. All right, so you, you guys. You're going to need to record a sound of a goat eating food. And- <laughs> we do. We need that and, like, the old Blues Clues, like, you got mail song. Um, so I think the first thing that, that I'd like to cover, I'd like to thank Hammer Dwarf, uh, for two things. Hammer Dwarf sent us a really great, uh, narrative 
of what he feels like the evolution of the Tudorks compound would look like amidst COVID-19. And I intend to record a dramatic reading of this and have it put out as a bonus episode. So if you're not subscribed to the show and your podcast uh, catcher, please do that because that's where this, this extra show will show up. Um, it's really great. Can, it's yeah. Can we get Kelly and maybe Ashley and some others to contribute to this? Because I feel like this needs to be an evolving thing. And then as soon as we hit it right, then we need to have the dramatic reading. Do you want them to add to it and then come back oh, around? Yeah. So don't oh, do yeah. Well, we should do it in stages. I would love to get hammer dwarfs out there to begin with. Okay. And then we can do an episode two. How about that? All right, I'm of, good with that. Of the, the two dorks, yeah, the two dorks compound. Yeah. Um, so there's that. So stay tuned for that. There is another submission from Hammerdorf, which is the SAG Awards. Uh, Jacob, cover the SAG Awards for us. So I love this, Hammerdorf. This was fantastic. The best failed attempt at masking. <laughs> the best bad legislature decision. I think we already won that this week, North Carolina. North Carolina, yep. Yes. And the best response to a public freakout. Send us one of those three or all three. Staring at goats podcast at gmail.com. Please send us those three because we really want to uh to start handing out some awards, some weekly awards. Best failed attempt at masking, best bad legislature decision, and best response to a public freakout. Yep. Scour yeah, the internet, uh your local newspaper. Something you see while you're out and about with your mask on, socially distancing, uh, find those stories and and send them our way so we can we can read about them and give them a special SAG award. Uh, not the Screen Actors Guild, not to be confused yes. with them. Uh, the staring, staring at goats. <laughs> We're very saggy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the staring at goats award. Uh, saggy goat. <laughs> so I've got a couple emails as well from uh, Oddly Normal, who is the the artist of our our beloved goat in the in the middle of the screen here, uh, who we're going to be making stickers of. So look forward to staring at goat stickers. You can slap on your laptop and your or your notepad or wherever you're back your car. Who knows? We'll get lots of them. Uh, but he said he was on a, a family vacation in Florida uh, last week with his family of five, sister-in-law's family of four, mother and father-in-law, two aunts and uncles, stayed in their house, had a pool. And I've seen a lot of this. People go into the, the beach, get in a beach house, basically quarantining together in a small group. But, man, he said going down to CVS or Walmart, no one wearing a mask anywhere uh, at all. So he says he's not surprised by the Florida numbers, and he's in Georgia too, and Georgia's in a similar position. Um, but Jacob and I found that when we were driving, every time we stopped at the gas station, it was like ground zero for COVID threat. You know, like nobody wearing a mask. You're going in the bathroom. You're standing in line for stuff. Like just nobody flipping cares at a gas station, particularly the one well, we were stopping at. Oh, yeah. And let's let's we, we probably should clarify whenever we stopped at gas station. I mean, it was truly a cannonball run at this point. We were trying desperately to make it as far as we could without having to stop. It was like we were on fumes and we we're Kramer and George Costanza pulling into the gas station on fumes, holding hands, going, are we going to make it? I mean, that's that's kind of what we were trying to do. But we did have to stop one time at one gas station and whatever we did. Not a soul was wearing a mask. Nobody was wearing gloves, touching things that they had no idea. Nobody was using disinfectant wipes. I mean, it was just, it was absurd. I, I was like, let me put this mask on. I'm going to bring my, what's that? 
I said as a health hazard. I I felt like it was, and I, yeah. Anyway, but yes, gas stations. Be careful, guys. Bring some disinfectant wipes. Wipe it down. Bring your masks if you can. Do your thing. Yeah, if you want a good example, Jacob should make a video because Jacob is a boss. Clorox wipes at the door of his truck, mask available in the center console. If Jacob goes through a drive-thru, the mask is going on, the credit card's getting wiped off with with a Clorox wipe, handed through the door, the credit card's handed back, wiped off with a Clorox wipe. It is a process, and it is really amazing to watch. I got to watch it several mornings at Tudor's Biscuit World. Uh, Oh, yeah. We were waiting for our... uh, our thundering herds. Um, and then, oddly, Norma also wanted to to let us know about the school situation for his kids. He's got twin boys that are six and a little brother who's four. Uh, they're all supposed to go back to school in the fall, but they're doing they're doing some augmented school stuff. So instead of like the half done, barely considered class classwork of uh, the end of the previous year, you know, because everybody was just tacking on like, eh, it's March. Here's some little stuff you can do. Uh, and then now we're we're heading into a new year where it's looking like that's actually going to be a thing we have to care about. So they're doing a lot more work at making remote learning a, a thing. Um, so they're going to have 10 days of remote learning planned, which I don't think is near enough. Considering he's in Georgia, they're going to be spending a lot more than 10 days. It's like having three snow days when you live in West Virginia. Like, it's crazy. Um, yeah, ridiculous. So, yeah, it's like, no, we're going to have more than three snow days, you crazy people. Yes. Um, but yeah, everything. So initially they're going to have that. And then the rest of the year of in-school learning will be treated as up in the air, depending on what the COVID numbers are going to be locally. Um, they've got some links to how they're going to do it. Um, they're going to be doing some more complex stuff. Anyway, he's just concerned about having to navigate that, uh, universe with smaller children. I'd love to hear if we do have listeners with older kids or younger kids who are going through that process, uh, as the school year starts to roll around, I'm, I'm actually interested in year-long, year-round school because you're currently going through the the issue. Like we think summer's off for everybody. There's a lot of year-round schools, um, yeah. so I'd love to hear what's what the position is and how you guys are doing and what school looks like and are you being successful? Like, how many people are now considering homeschool that may not have been considering it before? Uh, that's a thing that has come to light. I mean, we're sending Sam to kindergarten in August. And I don't know what that's going to be. I don't know if that's good, bad. I, I mean, you've still got a month to recover, but unless everyone drastically changes their behavior, um, we're going to be in a similar position. Yeah. Did you see uh, the news today where I think it was a governor of Florida actually vetoed a bill that would fund online education systems for both um, college-level um uh, education systems and databases and uh, school level, elementary school and, and, uh, and high school level um, databases. What a good so idea. Yeah. The folks in Florida no longer have access to the same online learning tools um, starting today that they had yesterday because their new budget started today and he vetoed the bill that actually provided funding for it. Why are we shooting ourselves in the foot? Like, why why can we not get a handle on the idea that education is the most critical thing we have to prevent every problem we we earn in the future? Education feeds children who otherwise don't get a meal. Like, education gets people to understand things that they otherwise would just be learning from grandma. Uh, Like, I'm just going to, I can't handle it. I'm going to blow a fuse increases someone's ability to earn money like right it's ridiculous 
You don't, all these people who are smart and have money don't understand that they're smart and have money because they had family that was smart and had money or they had teachers who cared about them uh, and wanted to see them succeed. And that yeah. that is like freaking pay teachers a million dollars a year. Like it's it's. it's <laughs> I have to be at home. I'm not even trying to teach Sam. And some days I'm like, I will pay somebody all the money if they would like to borrow him today. He's wonderful. He's just excited about everything. And sometimes you're exhausted. Happens to everybody. Even people. Life with dogs. wasn't meant to be like this, was it? <laughs> no, they were meant to leave for eight <laughs> hours a day. Uh, it's just, it's it's insane. I just don't understand why we can't value teachers and education like we should to prevent to prevent future problems uh and I, it just it boggles my mind i don't i'm just upset about it <laughs> but anyway uh that's the news uh any last minute points from either of you guys before we shut this thing down Go ahead, anyone have a guess of how many infections we'll have next week you oh. think it will double by next week Maybe maybe just fifty percent, or you know, wh- what do you think? Big, okay. bigger numbers, smaller numbers. Crystal ball time, crystal ball time. Yeah, we're at about fifty thousand a day, forty to fifty thousand a day as the U.S. Um, I, I mean, yeah, and it has I, been doubling every two to four ish days for the past few weeks. I wouldn't so. be surprised if we didn't hit eighty thousand a day or seventy thousand a day. Um. I mean, obviously, Mondays and Tuesdays are the lowest because that's reporting weekend numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Wednesdays, I think we finally get true reports from Mondays. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, how about this? I think it's going to go rampant in the next couple of weeks. I think the CDC is right. We won't. We don't have control over it. The WHO is right. We're we're in this for the long haul. Um, I, I believe those two organizations, and so yeah, I think it's going to be hell on earth for the next couple of weeks. Twenty five percent. It was really fun. If not longer. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say twenty five percent overall average increase by next week, Wednesday to Wednesday. That's 25%. my bet. I'm gonna write say it down, baby. I am thirty five percent. Thirty five percent increase, Lando. I think we can give a little. We can give a price is right rules closest without going over. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably right. <laughs> oh, closest without going over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Where are you at, Jacob? I say 20. Eh, without going over. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, well, you're the $1 yeah, dollar person. 20. 20% I say increase. 20%. All right. Increase. We'll try to remember that we asked this question when we start the show next week and come in, and open with it and see where we're at. <laughs> yeah. that's. I think it says a lot that we all, we all guessed for increases and not decreases. We have very bleak outlook. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not gonna decrease. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh whoa 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 whoa! Before we go, we also have to think about what what uh, next week we're going to talk about Tulsa because we'll be two weeks out from from the uh, big huge rally that they had in Tulsa. So do you big think Tulsa's going to go up or going to go down? I mean, what, what, right now it's kind of flat. I think Tulsa's stable. I think Tulsa. I'm going to be the odd man that says Tulsa's stable because nobody okay. went to the rally. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm going to say you will see an increase of some sort. Hell, it's been going up for the past like week anyway there, but yeah. yeah well, I I don't know enough about Tulsa to say like it is going to rise 21% right. over the next 7 days, but it uh, up more, yeah. not not down less. I, I don't know. 
I think I think we're going to see a baby bump. I don't think it's going to be you know a huge sport. spike like they're seeing in Texas and in Florida right now. But I think you're going to see yeah. a, a little bump. You just don't have the population like that for one thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're getting closer to the RNC in Jacksonville, which is <laughs> we didn't even get to talk about tonight <laughs> regarding our mass conversation. But I'm just I'm chuckling just thinking about it. <laughs> but we got to see how that plays out. Um. I. Anyway, we'll we'll get there next oh, week on stage. So, right? audience, the reason why we chuckle is because we live in a state that the Trump criticized and said we're going to pull our RNC convention from your state and give it to Florida because Florida's got the right idea by reopening and not requiring masks. And so here they are going through this huge increase in coronavirus cases, and Trump's going, "Shit, yeah, yep. what do I do now?" And so, Jacksonville I'm, I'm does. Jacksonville mandated and the masks. NBA. Oh, they did. That's yeah, right. Jacksonville you know, mandated masks. Nothing's happening. No, this yeah. is it's it's absolutely insane. We'll we'll learn all about that next week on Staring at Ghosts because we are baby. simply out of time. But if you've enjoyed the show, please do what you can to subscribe and tell your friends. Give us money. Yeah, or give us money. Tudorks.net slash tip is the way to do that one time. Or you can go to patreon.com slash dorks and become a patron of this wonderful show and this network of shows. Uh, we'd like to thank again, uh, Oddly Normal One, for his Patreon subscription that he passed towards us today. It was huge. We're grateful for it. Uh, it means a world to us. Uh, so thank you very much to Oddly Normal One for being our latest and greatest Patreon subscriber. Uh, follow us on Twitter at staring underscore goats. You can send us questions and stuff. There's probably the best, most useful thing to do or uh, content you want us to cover. Send us stories. We love stories. Thank you, Zafo, for the cheer. 404, sanity not found. That's pretty clever. <laughs> That's great. Uh, if you like the show, please also give us a review on podcasts. There's no single better thing you can do to help a podcast than reviewing it on whatever podcast service you use. It'd be great. And uh, with that... Thank you guys for being with us. We love you. We've had a wonderful time. And we'll see you next time here on Staring at Goats. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.